Hard to believe, but the holidays are right around the corner. I got the perfect holiday gift for you. It's not too early to get a skylight frame, my brothers and sisters. And I love the skylight frame. I'm going to give you $10 off right now if you purchase a skylight frame. When you go to skylightframe.com, use the promo code OPIE. Just go to their site. Check it out for yourself. It's skylightframe.com. Use the promo code OPIE to get $10 off. Who's texting me? Start my music. A change of scenery today. I'm at the ocean. Uh, Facebook user is first. I can't give it to Facebook user, so I'm going to give it to Tim McConnell. You are first on the Facebook. Jennifer first coming in second place today. You're starting to spoil us with these uh two a days well uh the ah, the one in the morning is just the sun coming up over manhattan and then i jumped in my car and i uh i hightailed it to the ocean it's it's absolutely beautiful out here my goodness nero win what's going on yeah nero win you are first on the youtube I, i'll give you the bragging rights absolutely uh if you go in the water watch out for a frenchman you know, my friend uh, Des Bishop, he uh, he has an ocean house, and he went in the water with his brother, like, I think it was two days ago, I saw I saw on his Instagram, and he actually went in, and I was, I was, uh, I was absolutely debating that today, as I was uh, doing some fishing, and walking doggy, and uh, throwing the tennis ball, and picking up beach glass, but then I put my, uh, my tootsies in the water, I'm like, hell nah! Hell nah. Uh, your back is on the men. Yeah, my back is finally after. There's Doggy. Look at Doggy. He's, he's where he's supposed to be. This is our, uh, our, our peaceful place, me and Doggy. The kids and, and the wife are back in the city. I came out here to check on the house. Uh, before Actually, before my brother moves in for the next couple months, he, uh, he's going to uh, hang out here. So I kind of got to... I kind of got to clean up the joint a little bit. I got to I got to put peaches away. I got to sweep the floors. I got to make the beds, do a little laundry. So I've been doing a lot of that uh today. So, um there you have it. And I found like a uh one of my last summer beers, the Leinen Kugel Summer Shandy. Cheers. Cheers. Nice day for fishing, eh? Uh it was it was awesome. Even if you're not catching anything, even if you're not getting bites, it's still awesome just to throw in and uh, walk up and down the beach with the with the dog. So, but man, I'm on a I'm on a, a cold streak, man. I haven't I haven't caught shit. I didn't catch uh, one striped bass this whole season. That's like that's like the first season for me. Although you know, like I said, I haven't done as much uh, as much fishing as I uh, as I used to. But Rachel up there in Minnesota, love me a summer shandy. I went into a I went to a beer distributor, a really cool beer place down in Philly when I was down there for Halloween. And I was actually looking for the Leinenkugel's uh, brand. Uh, uh, particularly, I'm looking for this grapefruit beer they make, which I still believe is the best grapefruit beer I've ever had. And I've tried so many of them. Couldn't find it. They kind of have it in the variety pack. 
I actually reached out to Line and Kugels because the guy follows me. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing, man? That grapefruit beer was was absolutely uh, excellent. It was it 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 drank pretty good. It drank pretty good. And uh, they only have it in the stupid variety pack. And I want to buy cases of that damn thing because it's really, really good because it still tastes like beer with a hint of grapefruit. The Summer Shandy's not too bad. It has a little bit of a, a lemon party feel to it. <laughs> oh, that's what I want to say. So I go to the beer distributor down there in Philly. We're getting ready for the big Halloween celebration. Everyone's getting their beers, you know. And uh, I wanted, I, I was craving a pumpkin ale, even though I, I'm, I despise pumpkin spice anything. I do like a nice pumpkin ale. So I go up to the counter. It's, you know, it's one of these beer places. You all have them in your fucking neighborhood. And it's just aisle and aisle, just packed with all these local brews. And uh, there's, uh, you know, the labels look awesome. There's every kind of beer you could imagine. But you don't know what any of this shit tastes like at all. So I feel sorry for, like, the small breweries because I don't know how they get traction. uh, Because I'm not going to pick up... A six pack. Actually, they're down to four packs now. I'm gonna pick up a four pack of of beer that I don't really know anything about, and I'm just picking it up because maybe the label looks cool, and it's like fifteen bucks for four beers. I'm like, I ain't doing that. So I go up to the counter and I go, look, I'm looking for a pumpkin ale, and the guy goes, I I don't know what to tell you. I I, I well, he first of all, he barely spoke the language. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but if you're running a um. A beer distributor, and you got like pretty much over a thousand different uh, beers in your store. You better know a lot of these beers because people are going to come up to the counter and go, "Hey, turn me on to a pumpkin ale." That's basically what I said to the guy, and he goes, eh. "You know, he didn't know what to uh, tell me." So I ended up getting what did I end up getting the the sh- uh, the shipwreck, which was pretty good. But I'm like, that's not good because there's not many people taking chances. Picking out uh, brand new uh, beers to try, especially at that price point. And uh, they did have like a, a tasting area in the back, but there was no one there. And I don't know if it was uh, because of COVID or whatever, but uh, there was nobody at the taps because that's how you turn people on. You know, you got all sorts of different flavors and you go back there, you try a beer or two. And all, next thing you know, you're like, hell yeah, I like this. Where, where can I find it? And they're like, aisle three, you know, down uh, near the bottom. And, and that's how you sell the fucking beer. There has to be a beer app, right? Does anyone know if there's a beer app where you actually maybe take a picture of the, the label? This would be a great business for somebody. Because uh, like I said, there's so much variety. So you take your camera with that app. You take a picture of the label, and then boom, reviews and all sorts of shit would would pop up, and that would be a great way to turn uh, people on to um, uh, all those beers that are out there. But uh, ah, what are you gonna do? Uh, that's not. Tr- Somebody saw me in a Starbucks yelling at a lady. I don't yell at ladies in Starbucks. Rick, uh, Rick uh, Lancor, it's been two years. Are you losing your hair or not? The hats. Got to come off sooner or later. Enough excuse. <laughs> Man, I am really famous still. This is, you know, when you get comments like this, you know you're really famous still. This guy's obsessing about my hair. Now, I just took a shower or I would take the hat off right now, but it's going to be all plastered to my head. No, I am not losing my hair. And like I've said many, many times, if I am, who gives a fuck? Why do you care? But the fact is, no, I'm not losing my hair. I'll, 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 uh, I'll go hatless uh, soon. The real reason why um, I'm not 
I'm, I'm wearing a lot of hats is because I got a really bad haircut that I still haven't got fixed. If you go back in my live streams, you'll see plenty of live streams where I'm not wearing a goddamn hat. And you can make your own judgment call how much hair I got, okay? Earth is flat, Opie, you think? These people are nuts. But it just goes to show you that I'm still famous. I still got it. When they, uh, when they stop obsessing about dumb things like that, then I know, okay, I'm finally not famous anymore. Can your daughter fix it? Um, I've been trying to get her to cut it again, and she just, for whatever reason, won't. I think she's insulted that I actually went to a... A uh, haircutting place. But I got a very special guest that I want to join my live stream right now. I'm very excited. I haven't talked to her. When was the last time I talked to you, Stalker Patty? Hi, I don't know. A couple it, years. It, it has to be years, right? Yeah. <laughs> so what's going on, man? How you been? Pretty much. I'm volunteering in the mornings. Uh, I'm walking with a group of people my age, you know, in a like in the park with a coach. I'm in a couple walking competitions and stuff. And, uh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait! You're giving me, you're giving me way too much here. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Well, first of all, so I got I got people that watch this all over the world, and uh, I would assume most people, yeah, they're freaking out in the in the uh, the chat room. Uh, this is Stalker Patty. When me and Anthony <laughs> first moved to New York back in 1998, we were working at a little station called WNEW. And Stalker Patty, literally, I think you were our first fan. I think you were fan number one when we moved to New York. Is that possible? Probably. <laughs> you were volunteering for, was it Charity Begins at Home or something like that? World Hunger Year. Yeah. <laughs> I was working on the food to serve to the volunteers. And so we, somebody introduced me to you guys because I listened I, to the show. You started baking us cookies and all sorts of shit. <laughs> oh, those were the days. Those were the days. <laughs> yes. And then and then it went from there. Then I guess uh, someone turned you on to the show and then you started listening to it and then you, you started enjoying it and then you started hanging out with us and our crew, right? <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then uh you know and then then we started having to do crazy shit for the radio show oh yeah very crazy <laughs> what were your what were some of your uh memories of some of the bits you did for the opie and anthony show oh god the the times the two times i had to shave my head i'll never do that again we absolutely took care of you though right oh yeah you did <laughs> yeah, because a lot of people like to go back to some of the crazy shit we did to you to to uh, hate on me for whatever reason. But, you know, some of the bits we would collect money to have you shave your head. And then uh, we found you a wig so you didn't have to walk around New York without, uh, you know, without hair. And then <laughs> I famously um, took the wig from you. You remember that? Yeah, and I fought to get it back. <laughs> Well, I mean, that audio is, I'm not going to lie to you, it's kind of kind of ugly. We were basically, I, why did we say we had to take the wig? Because we owned it or something? We had a falling out with you? Do you remember this? I don't know why. All I, all I know is that I remember Rick comes over to me and says, uh, Opie says I got to take the wig. And I don't know. I think I lost <laughs> it. <laughs> well, you did because because you thought that uh, you would have to walk around Manhattan with uh, without the wig on and, and uh, with your bald head. And you know, I uh, I hate to I hate to do this, but you just have to because 
people don't understand uh, entertainment and a radio show, but we were doing it for the radio show to get a reaction, to get people in their cars really shocked and like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm listening to this. And you reacted so bad that uh, it was Rick. Rick at the time was like, uh, all right, calm down, calm down. Now he's trying to calm you down. And soon as soon as we went off the air, we gave you the damn wig back. But that doesn't. But that's not a fun story if you tell people that part of the bit. <laughs> well, I was happy to get it back because the job I had at the time with Godiva, oh, appearance right. was everything. <laughs> oh right, I forgot you worked at uh, Godiva before Starbucks. Right, and I did very well at Godiva. I made a salesperson of the year. Congratulations. I have an award for it. And where's the uh, reward? You still have it? Oh, it's packed away somewhere. You win salesman. Whoa, you just fell over, Patty. You all right? Yeah, fine. I'm charging my phone as I'm talking to you. Okay. Uh, so you win yeah. salesman of the saleswoman, excuse me, saleswoman of the year, and they give you a stupid trophy. Do they give you anything else? I remember the at the time they gave me a thousand dollars as a bonus. All right. <laughs> well, the questions are coming in, Patty. Uh, people want to know uh, two things. How old are you? Yeah, I'm 66. I'll be 67 in June. Holy moly. <laughs> and, and the more important question that everyone's asking over and over again in the chat room, are you still a virgin? Yes, I am. A 60, now we have to say you're a 67 year old virgin. Yep. I'll set, uh, I'll make the Guinness Book of World Records for world's oldest uh, virgin. If the opportunity presents itself, are you willing to maybe get rid of that or do anything? You know what? I don't know. I don't know what the future would bring. I have no idea. All I know is that I'm happy the way I am. You've been saying that for over 20 years. You know that, right? Yeah. Now, where's the hang-up come from? Is it is it religion? It's, it's just simple values of living. That's all, simple values, you know. I mean, you would have sex if you got married, but you really don't feel like getting married, obviously. No, not at 66. In that case, if you had a boyfriend, it would be more like a companion. Well, that's true. Know? Yeah. Uh, people are saying very rude things there, Patty. Casey Oaks is going to plug Patty's Dusty Box. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I'm sorry, Casey. <laughs> oh, my God. There's a little audio echo that's uh, kind of throwing me off a little bit, but that's all right, I guess. Uh, what were some of the other memor uh, memorable Opie Anthony bits you did? Oh, being part of the virus show. That was really awesome. I really loved that. But there was one year they did Carrie with me. Well, <laughs> they did, yeah. We did a scene from Carrie. <laughs> yeah. I was Carrie. <laughs> that, uh, that, that might have been my idea there, Patty. Uh, you know I love you, though. <laughs> I know we that. Where was that, in Jersey? Yes, it was in Jersey at PNC Arts Center. Right. Yeah, there was only about close to 15,000 people there for a comedy show. And we brought Patty out and we had it rigged where we had, you, you sat down in a nice chair, right? Yes. 
And then, yeah, just like Carrie, maybe something fell from the sky and, and made you. Yeah, uh, this, this big bucket, I remember it was water, suddenly fell on me. I'm all wet. And then these <laughs> other things coming from other places and all. We were despicable, man, because we didn't tell you this was happening. You thought you were going to have this wonderful moment with the fans, and you're sitting in that chair, and then the bucket of whatever it was. Was it just water? I'm trying to remember, because I know we were trying to get real blood, and then the PNC Center was like, you can't, you can't pour blood on someone on our stage. So we had to run around and figure out, like, plan B. Yeah, it was like uh, fruit juice, that bucket of water that I remember. And I remember I looked up at that speck and I'm like, uh-oh, something's happening. Right. The next thing you know, I'm all wet. <laughs> was there ever a time you just um, hated me or Anthony or me and Anthony for some of the stuff we put you through? No, I realized it was a show. <laughs> and I was part of the show. Do you remember being naked with a clown mask on? Oh, God, the crusty, the, my phone keeps falling because I'm charging it. I'm going to hold it while I talk. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I remember uh, Krusty the Clown. I had us crawl around or something. Well, you were always in need of money, and we were always in need of radio bits, so we figured, ah! We could get Patty to do something crazy, and then at, at, at the end of the day, she'll have a whole bunch of money. Yeah, I remember that. I remember I was uh, trying to find a place to live because I had to leave the right. place I was staying at because of the show and my participation yeah. and embarrassed them. So I had to find another place to go. You remember the old days where we let you sleep under the stairs for a while? Yeah, that was because I didn't have a place to sleep yet. You know, it was like about six weeks. I ended, you know, so I stayed overnight because I didn't want to stay on the street. That's how crazy the show was back then, where you needed a place to stay. You did all this great radio for us. You would think the company, or maybe me, or maybe Anthony, or maybe both of us, would have uh, got some money for you to stay in a hotel for a while. Uh, but instead, our idea was you could live at the radio station under the stairs. <laughs> and, and management allowed this. Yeah, I remember. You know, after about a week, uh, I told somebody there, I guess uh, one of the people on the station, I'm going to go to social services and see what they can do for me. Yeah. And then the week after, I was staying in a shelter temporarily. And then I got accepted to Section 8, which is weird because I applied in the middle 80s and it took me 15 years to get accepted to that. Oh, my waiting. God. Yeah, and then meantime, other people come over here from other countries. They get served right away. I have to wait 15 years and at a crucial time, critical time in my life. So I finally got a place to live. Right. On Section 8. Yeah. Well, but before that, we helped you. You know, we found a place under the staircase at WNW. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think you ever <laughs> thanked me couch. for that, Patty. Oh, thank you, Opie. I appreciate those that week. <laughs> uh, Tommy goes, Opie, allowing her to live under the stairs. You guys did more for her than Howard Stern ever did for his whack hackers. You got that right. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember, uh, who was it? Scott Herman. He was like, why is she living under the stairs? And I'm like, Scott, go back upstairs and don't worry about it. We got this. 
and they just allowed it to happen. Yeah, and I tried to stay as quiet as possible. I was out by six <laughs> in the morning because I had to go to work anyway. <laughs> Did you have like a a stuffed animal or something back then? I'm trying to remember. What was it? Yeah, a rabbit. I called it Mr. B. I still have it to this day. Really? I got it myself when I worked in uh, a grocery store in the middle 90s, and they were selling the stuffed animals in the seasonal aisle so for Easter, so I got one for myself. Hard to believe, but the holidays are right around the corner. I got the perfect holiday gift for you. It's not too early to get a skylight frame, my brothers and sisters. If you go to skylightframe.com right now, you'll get $10 off. Use the promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E. That's skylightframe.com, promo code OPIE. Do you know what this is? You should by now. The holiday's right around the corner. We're starting to slowly but surely panic we don't know what to get the people in our lives well do you got a mom that lives far away do you got a grandma that lives far away you must have a relative that uh, you want to stay in touch with well the skylight frame is perfect it's beautiful basically you know it's one of these frames where you load it up with pictures and then uh, the person on the other end uh, gets to see what you're doing with your life Nowadays, staying in touch with those we love is more important than ever. Oh boy, is that the truth. And the easiest way to do it is with the Skylight Frame. It's a photo frame you can email photos to anytime from anywhere. Makes a great gift. Order now to get ahead of the holidays. Skylightframe.com. Use the promo code OPIE to get $10 off. Anyone can send photos to the frame in just seconds, so it's a great way to keep in touch with friends and family effortless to use easy to use you don't have to be tech savvy oh my god of course not oh they got a feature too you can tap the heart button and it will let the sender know you love the photo this makes the frame interactive and fun to use all right if you want to support the podcast and and, and get something really really nice for someone in your life go to skylightframe.com use the promo code opie to get ten dollars off your purchase of a skylight frame when you go to skylight frame let me spell that out for you. S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com. Skylightframe.com. Promo code Opie, O-P-I-E, to get $10 off. All right. Well, we've got a lot of people asking a lot of questions because you were, you were part of many legendary bits on the uh, Opie and Anthony show. Steven uh, Vigicante, I think that's how you say his name. Do you remember the time Ron Jeremy and we got to keep it kind of clean, you know, because we're on the YouTube and the Facebook. <laughs> you wanted to go see U2? We got you U2 tickets, which was another wonderful thing that we did for you, Patty. But you had to do something to get the tickets. And in this case, you had to reach into uh, Ron Jeremy's pants to go find the U2 tickets. That was the eeriest thing I ever did in my life. <laughs> And now you know where Ron Jeremy is, right? I don't know. Not I haven't heard about him in years. Whatever happened to him? Well, he's in jail. He was a bad, bad boy with women, and now he's in jail. Hmm. What'd he go there for? What'd he do? Ah, he was just a bad, bad boy with women. Oh, so I guess somebody <laughs> turned him in. Uh, she met Ron Jeremy. No wonder she's afraid of sex. No, you were afraid of sex way before that. <laughs> no, I just have values. That's all. We, have, we all have values, but we also have needs there, Patty. Oh, I know. 
but I uh, concentrate on other things like how much good I can do in the world, you know, my volunteering, things I like to do, working with people. Yeah. Why is there, is the echo that bad? People say the echo is really bad. Can you tell the story of um, your parents and how they found you? Oh, I was uh, brought into the New York foundling because my natural mother, you know, she had some emotional problems and she had me in a bassinet or something and left me on the counter at the downtowners restaurant at one Trinity place, which was a coffee shop there at yeah. the time. And yeah. the waitress, uh, she says, go, here's my, her father's number, call him. Well, the waitress called the police instead. Right. So they just left you on a counter, basically. Yeah. And I ended up in the New York Foundling. The New York Foundling uh, Society. I, I, we never even heard of this uh, before we met you, that there's a foundling society, I guess. And that's where, what, lost babies go? Well, yeah, they have a lot of foster children and people that they adopt from there. Right. You know, it's, it's like, you know... A, a facility to take care of kid, indigent kids. And then you kind of had, eh, you kind of had a weird relationship with your dad. Yeah, they were helicopters, you know, over me because, uh, you know, I don't know, overprotected and all that. You know, one thing I never mentioned was when I was about 11 years old, I had the opportunity to go to a Beatles concert and the, and the social worker wanted to bring me. And uh, it was canceled at the last minute because the foundling wouldn't allow it. Anything could have happened, whatever. It would oh. have been something that I could have remembered for the rest of my life. And of uh, I regret that they didn't allow me. How you know. old were you? 11. Wait, you wanted to go to see the Beatles at 11 years old? That's crazy. Yeah, I was a Beatles fan since age nine and a half, ten. Yeah. Nine and well, a half, ten. Yeah, I was yeah. a fan of a whole bunch of bands when I was 11, but I, I, I wasn't thinking that I wanted to go see any of them. I was too young. <laughs> well, it would have been nice if, you know, they had brought me in to see the show, you know. Yeah. Did you um watch the McCartney documentary, 321, on Hulu? No, I don't have Hulu. Do you have cable? Yes, I do. I use Spectrum, cable, and Internet. Oh my God! I gotta get you a copy. It's McCartney three two one. He's hanging out with Rick Rubin in a studio, and they're going over a lot of really famous classic uh, songs that Paul McCartney was a part of, including a lot of Beatles songs. He said he didn't get credit or something. I read something about it on Facebook that he didn't get credit for certain things, or was the one that actually wrote something or something along that line. Well, basically what you're getting at with the Beatles, the writing credits always said Lennon and McCartney. And if it was a song that Lennon barely wrote with Paul, he still got the first credit, Lennon and McCartney. So somewhere along the way, Paul McCartney decided that, uh, grew that, the songs that he wrote most of, think uh, yesterday, he changed the credit to McCartney and Lennon. And he's been doing that for a very long time because he finally was like, hey, you know, this isn't fair. A lot of these songs that are credit to Lennon and McCartney, I was actually the one that wrote most of the songs. So he's been uh, writing a wrong. 
What do you think of that? Some people think it's uh, a little little petty considering that John Lennon's no longer with us. If he really had a lot to do with the song more than John, then yeah, he should go first, you know. Yeah. That should be credit where it's still. Yeah. Uh, uh, people, people are saying, turn down the volume, dummy. That's not Patty's end. I've tried everything on my end. I, I don't know how to do that. All right. Um, Patty. Yeah. Top three Beatles songs of all time. Okay. I like Anya Bird Can Sing, my top favorite. And that's been over 50 years loving that one. Right. Yesterday, I like the White Album. Most of the music on that, and here comes the sun. I like very cool. The first pick was a, a huge surprise. I don't even know if I know that song. I guess I would know it if I heard it. What was it again? Oh, any bird can sing. Yeah, what album was that off? Or is that a B song? Uh, it was one of their earliest songs, and it was uh, the song that started their cartoons. When I used to watch it on Sunday mornings at nine thirty. They would run the cartoons on the Beatles, and that was the song they used. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's funny. A lot of Opie's fans seem obsessed with yesterday. Am I right, Opie? <laughs> very nice. Very, very good. Uh, do you still, uh, you know, fiddle about to, to the edge from you, too? Oh, I still love them. I love well, them all. No, you know what I I'm getting at, too. though. Do you fiddle about? Fiddle about? No, the Who would, or yeah, the Who would fiddle about that song. Talking about you, like taking your fingers and getting something done. Back in the day, you used nah. to tell me that every once in a while you would fantasize about uh, the Edge from you too, right? Oh yeah, you know, it's just the fans' crush. That's all. Nothing serious. But you don't do that anymore. No, a little old for that kind of thing, you know. <laughs> I appreciate the music and the artistry, you know. You just don't fiddle to it anymore. <laughs> Do you take care of yourself at all? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I know what you mean. I'm not in that way, but, you know. Yeah. You know, I don't have those you know, desires or anything. I just live my life and uh, do what I do. Well, you should have some desire still. You're 67. That's not too old. No. You know, I'm, you know, it's just the, you know, rock star. You know, it's just the fantasy. That's all it is. Not real. Um, do you still work at Starbucks, people are asking? No, I'm retired from there five years now. I'm wow. In their yeah, I'm in their retirement program since 2017. My partner numbers are good for the rest of my life. I get my discounts and I get my three pounds of coffee a week still. Wait, how much coffee a week you get for free? A pound of coffee beans for free. A pound of, a pound of coffee a week. How long, how long did you work for Starbucks? Uh, 11 years. And after 11 years, they give you a pound of coffee a week. And my discount. What kind of discount do you get? 30% discount. And then at Christmas time, 40%. All right. Well, they're kind of taking care of you, I would say. Yeah. And uh, that coffee's uh, worth between $12 and $17 a bag, and I'm getting it free. Oh, I know, Patty. I know. I'm a coffee drinker. The prices are crazy <laughs> on that shit. 
Uh, John Lewis wants to know if you still have a crush on Bill Wyman. Yeah, in fact, he's 85 years old, but he's kind of cute. He doesn't even look his age. Well, is he still married to the youngin? Does I don't know. know out there because I don't think Patty knows. But basically, didn't Bill Wyman and his son? So the son married the mom of this daughter that married Bill Wyman. Did I get that story right? Does anyone know? Yeah, that's like 30 years ago, 20, 30 years ago. I understand. Are they still married? I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. I have no yeah. idea. Uh, people are saying the echo is a lot, Patty. I don't know what you're doing on your end. There's no, there's nothing going on here. I don't have anything on. All right. Uh, they're saying it's too much, though. It's too much. Is there anything you can show me in your house? I, I love when I talk to people in their house, uh, if they could show me something. No, show me something, like, special, something that you really care about yeah, in your house. Yeah, let me say, ah, oh, there he is. Say hi, Sammy. <laughs> Hi, Sammy. Oh my gosh, she's still a stalker. Wait, go to the poster. Go to the poster. Oh my gosh. And you got one of the Opie Anthony posters hanging on your wall still. Yeah, I do. It's spread the virus one. Oh, that was probably not a popular one last year when a real virus took over, but I put it up on my wall anyway. Well, I said that me and Anthony were ahead of the times, man. We were talking about spread the virus way before, uh, you know, the virus that hit. Did you stay safe during that whole thing? I, I would assume you're vaccinated, right? Yeah. In fact, I got the Moderna January and February. And just last week, I got the booster shot from Moderna. The shot? Yeah. And the only thing I don't like is the mandate. I think it has to go. It's not working. It's making a big mess of the city. You have people out of jobs. You have garbage not being picked up, less cops on the street. I think de Blasio or de Stupio, which is what I call him, <laughs> made a big mess. Now, I wanted Curtis Sliwa to win. I like him. Yeah. But the other guy won, Eric Adams. So I hope, you know, I hope he's good. I don't know much about him, but I hope he's going to do a good job better than the other one. You are, and they also got to find out what happened to over forty million dollars that was entrusted to his wife. That somehow they can't account for it and where it is. Uh, De Blasio's so, wife. Yeah, they gave her forty million dollars or something. The city to do something with, I guess, with education or something like that. And somehow the money's not accounted for. Yeah. Uh, well, there's a lot there to uh, dissect there. First of all, Thomas McNulty's just been crushing on this live stream. He says, Patty against mandates. No surprise there. You, you don't know, get it's it, just, do you? You don't get it, do you? No you surprise. Mandates. I forgot, yeah, I, I forgot how political you are. So you're a big fan of the who. <laughs> Eric Adams is the, the new mayor of New York City. Uh, good riddance to de Blasio. But I hate to tell you, Patty, meet the new boss, same as the old boss. I don't think much is going to change with this Eric Adams. No, I don't think so either. I would have loved Curtis Lewa. Uh The audio is getting really bad, Patty. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know. Did you do something? Let me see some um, sound. I don't know. 
I don't know. I'm trying to, but I thought I could turn the sound down. It would go to mute and stuff. Pat, can you still hear me? What? Mutant sound. Stay silent till she hangs up. <laughs> the silent game. I remember that. Bye. <laughs> yeah, he thinks he's being funny. Hi. Well, he thinks he's being funny. Yeah, he's funny. I'm going to put some TV on. <laughs>